Short Rounds. My name is Doug, and this is Doug Loves Minis, the show that sometimes takes place in a rental car, but not today, coming to you from Mini HQ in the heartland of the Southland, in the middle of a construction zone where they have been hammering and sawing from 8 a.m. till 5 p.m., six days a week. It's Saturday, December 21st, 2 Oceans 13. Uh, last um, Tuesday, we did the third annual 12 Guests of Christmas episode at UCB in Los Angeles, which is available to listen to now, for free, all two hours and 22 minutes of it. And I'm serious about a 12 Guest ep in New York City next year. Pencil in December 1st on your calendars, NYC, but I'm sure I'll see you before then. On Sunday, we did a Benson movie interruption of Lethal Weapon, the movie that has the balls to show two men handcuffed together jumping off a building in slow motion so that we can clearly see that the handcuffs are not connected. At the Alamo Drafthouse in Littleton, Colorado, with co-interrupters Rory Scovel, Chris Charpentier, and Harrison Rains, and I'll play the opening from that show at the end of this shortbread. There's just a dozen tickets left for Monday night's Douglas Movies Movie Interruption Combo in Los Angeles, cinefamily.org for tickets, and come see me in Irvine and Sacramento during the holiday taint, douglovesmovies.com, for all your deets and links and tickets. Let's read some iTunes comments. Bugs Bottom wrote, First off, love everything you do. Now then, I'm sure you get tweeted at hundreds of times per day. Is there a hashtag we fans can use with our Leonard Malton game suggestions to make it easier for you to see them? Well, basically, Bugs Bottom, all you got to do is put uh, at Doug Benson in there, and uh, I will see it. I don't. We don't need a hashtag. Um, you go on to say, I thought up what I think is a great one. If it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. An Asian gets high or an African-American drowns. All right. Well, first of all, uh, it, that's in pretty bad taste. You know, and I'm not above doing things that are in bad taste. But then also, if it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down. Would, it would probably be the longest category title in the six-year history of the show. So between those two things, I'm going to take a pass on that one. But at least you got it out to the people. They got to hear it on Doug Loves Minis. And uh, keep trying. Uh, maybe, maybe if you come up with a shorter, less offensive one, uh, it'll make the cut. Uh, Beach Bonnie wrote, I just purchased my tickets for a stand-up show in Jacksonville February 12th. I wonder who the other four people at Table 64 will be. <laughs> All right, well, that'll be suspenseful for a few months for you, Beach Bonnie. Uh, Beachy Bonnie, I apologize for mispronouncing your name that you made up for iTunes. Uh, who's your Maddie? Wrote, I love the minis and strangely I'm fascinated by Burt Dreams. Only complaint is when Graham stalls. Graham stalling is weak sauce. Uh, he does take his time sometimes when he's trying to think of an answer. Uh, Dave Hart Jr. wrote, I love Doug Loves Movies, Doug Loves Minis. Could do without Burt's Dreams, but glad you put them at the end so I can skip ahead. Can't wait for you to come back to Pittsburgh next summer. I still laugh thinking about Graham and the 12 angry jurors. <laughs> Here's to 12 guests of Christmas coming up soon. All right, he wrote this on December 7th. 
keep up amazing work. Doug Benson equals most productive stoner in the history of stoners. Well, thank you, Dave. Uh, V3Nusdum, N-U-S-D-O-O-M, wrote, People who constantly send me pictures of their cats are shitheads. Well, that sounds like you're hanging out with a lot of shitheads. Craver 69 wrote, I wasn't huge on the minis when they were in the regular stream, but now that I can let them build up for a week or two and then binge listen, I love them. And since this is where people pitch LMG categories and beg Doug to come to their town, A, Doug, please come to Boston for a Douglas Movies taping. Yeah, I'd like to do that. I'll come to Boston for uh, maybe one more stand-up show and then, uh, and then the next time a Douglas Movies taping. Uh, we'll see. And then for B, you wrote extremely fast and incredibly furious movies about street racing or 9-11. Parentheses, my wife says this is tasteless, but her idea is all shook up the movies of either Elvis or Michael J. Fox. So what does she know about tasteless? Well, I'll tell you one thing. None of those categories are getting on the show. So keep trying. <laughs> uh, stereotypes and acorns wrote Doug Douglas movies is funny I took my fiance to see you in Tempe it was great she never heard it before and thought it was awesome Douglas minis is great Bert's dreams are funny so keep that up I have two movies to suggest the lifeguard was Kristen Bell which I uh, actually saw stereotypes and acorns um, and you'll hear about that in an upcoming uh, Doug's Movie a Day uh, wrap-up on Doug Loves Minis. And then you also suggested The Brass Teapot. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever even heard of that, so I will have to try to possibly check it out. I'm writing it down. Or I'm pretending to write it down, and you don't know because you can't see me. And the token ginger wrote, Dear Doug, to me, you are the Tom Cruise of podcasting. I love Douglas movies, Douglas minis, Dining with Doug and Karen. Listen to every episode and was inspired to start my own. Calling, called MBSing in May after loving what you produce so much. Thanks for being a kind, hilarious cinephile. I can't wait for winter to end so you'll return to Chicago. Short rounds for life. Thank you, Token Ginger. Thank you to everybody who writes comments. I will, I'm way behind on them, so I'll read a bunch more in the next mini. And now, Alamo Drafthouse Littleton, followed by another thing. And as always, SeaWorld is a shithead. <laughs> hey, uh, hey. <laughs> Hey everybody, this microphone has an on-off switch. Uh, note to the other performers, there may be an on-off switch on your uh, microphone. And uh, thank you for coming to the first Benson Movie Interruption in Littleton, Colorado. Sold out. Who started the uh, handicap seats? Because, uh, yeah, I tried to give out that pointer earlier today that at Alamo Draft Houses, you know, since you get to pick your seat, people don't pick the handicapped seats. This is for the handicapped. But if it's sold out, those are the only ones left. You know, what kind of walk-up business do you get from the handicapped? <laughs> Might as well take those seats. 
it went just as poorly when I said that joke to the crowd this afternoon at Comedy Works. But I decided to go double down, as they do in politics. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for watching that trailer for uh, Raging Bull with Robert De Niro. I don't remember him doing that weird thing over and over again. Um, but uh, we are here to watch a motion picture uh, since it is the Christmas season. Of course, we have to watch a Christmas movie. And what movie do you think of first when you think of Christmas movies? You think of Die Hard. But then, <laughs> then when you think about it harder, because it's a little bit more subtle, <laughs> fucking Lethal Weapon is a Christmas movie, you guys. <laughs> yeah, and we are going to bask in the warmth and the glow of knowing that Mel Gibson just wasn't acting crazy. <laughs> and that he is, in fact, a crazy. And that'll make this really fun to watch. And poor Danny Glover is, uh, as we all know, is too old for this shit. <laughs> uh, let me bring out here my uh, co-interrupters for this affair tonight. And I've been very excited about memorizing their names because two of these gentlemen I, I just met this evening and they both have very colorful, they're gonna go a long way in show business. So please, please welcome Harrison Rains, Chris, oh fuck, I, I'm gonna get it. <laughs> I got it, dude, hang on. Chris Charpentier and Ryan Scoville. I knew I could do it. Hey fellas, yeah, so the one there on the end, grab one and go down a couple of seats there and just, yeah, really spread out, enjoy yourselves. This is the Alamo Draft House, damn it. We got waters on our tables, and that on-off switch I referenced earlier. Why didn't you mention that? Come in handy for you guys. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. That's Chris Charpentier, everybody. Hello, That's everybody. him. Thanks for coming out. This is going to be great. Local phenom, part of the uh, the troupe that's called Mile High Sci-Fi. Correct. Mm -hmm. I got that we, right. We have one fan here. You nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, Harrison, who's also a member of that uh, particular... Harris. Everybody. Harrison Reigns. That's like... Uh, that's like Cider House Rules. That is just like... It's awesome. That's exactly what his parents were going for. <laughs> How can we capture Cider House Rules in our son's name? My middle name is actually Cider. So Harrison Cider Raids. <laughs> and you are going to be uh, taking over this franchise, as, mm -hmm. as it were. It'll say the movie interruption, and my face won't be peering over it. It'll be and, uh, Yeah, and you guys, next month, first up, is going to be... Uh, a Butterfly picture effect. called Butterfly Effect, which we just saw part of the trailer of. That movie is so crazy. Because, <laughs> seriously, you guys, think about it. Butterfly is a really small thing, but something that small can change everything. And does. Some shit happens to Ashton Kutcher. I think the butterfly effect is what brought him fame in the first place. <laughs> right place, right time, and he was good to go. And Rory Scovel's here, everybody, after my Ashton Kutcher tirade. How do you follow that, buddy? I asked you to bring me up to that. 
I said, yeah. before you introduce me, rip on butterfly effect a little bit. <laughs> Go off on that one. <laughs> it's really nuts, that movie. I, I, wish, I do wish I was uh, interrupting that one. So let me ask you guys, starting with Harrison, what your experience has been with the uh, motion picture lethal weapon. Ooh, uh, bad. <laughs> um, I don't know, who, who, is there anyone here who hasn't seen Lethal Weapon? Oh, good question. Lightly raised hands, so. A couple people, so. I have uh, not how many seen people here are not stoned? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Nobody is not stoned. Um, I love so it. some hands went up, so that's going to be an interesting experience for them to, uh, to just see it with us making cracking wise while they're making a very serious drama on the screen. <laughs> Gary Busey, it's probably the day he set foot into, uh, you know, not making any sense at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is probably the one movie he remembers doing. <laughs> uh, he's pretty crazy in it. Uh, you know, Danny Glover's too old for the thing, and uh, he's too old for the shitting, and, um, and Mel Gibson is just playing as a crazy man, pretend, playing a man who pretends to be crazy, but truly is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. For the, for the holidays. I think my two favorite scenes in this movie um, is the one where the naked girl... Wait, are you giving away some of the this movie right to those poor four people who this haven't right seen it? The first scene. Uh, girl, this is my two favorite There's a naked girl in the first scene? Naked girl, coked out of her brain. Jumps out of a building. My second favorite scene is the girl who's naked, coked out of a brain, jumps out of a building. It does happen twice. Okay. Wow. We're gonna have fun both times when it happens. I haven't seen this movie in so long that I barely remember it. So perfect. I'm pretty excited about that. That's perfect. Yeah. Just go in, essentially cold. But yeah. then just occasionally going, oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I, when, did, I, when did Mel Gibson take the time to take those boots off before jumping in the pool? Because now they're just sitting by the side. I expect, You'll see. <laughs> I expect there'll be a lot of me just saying, what the fuck? Yeah. Probably a lot of that. <laughs> well, that's part of the fun of this thing is, uh, you know, it's just our, our true, genuine emotion reactions, emotional reactions to what's happening. Rory is going to be joining me for tomorrow night in Los Angeles. We're doing... Uh, New Year's Eve, the uh, Gary Marshall opus <laughs> that was an official example of won't be fooled again because Valentine's Day everybody went and then New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, mm, no thanks. Yeah, that would be a more interesting movie. New Year's Day, it's just everybody is just fucking <laughs> yeah. hungover, miserable, recovering. Yeah, it's super bleak. Um, Given up on the resolutions already. <laughs> Have you seen this movie, Rory? I've only seen this movie. This is the only movie you ever watched for your entire life? I've only... There's one movie I watch. And it is Lethal Weapon. What's your favorite part? Just all of it. Just all of it. No, I, 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 I don't recall... You've really seen it, but don't really remember it. Yeah, you've really never really much. watched it. Yeah, I've okay. never really taken it in. Well, now you are going to really watch it in its entirety, unedited. We even sit through the credits and try to make jokes about the credits, you guys. And, um, and of course, I'll be available for uh, three to four minutes for photographs after the show. <laughs>
I will be available I for will... seven to eight minutes. Oh, why do you always have to give more than uh, me? I try to get a little spill off. <laughs> but then I gotta wait. We're in the same car. I have to wait for you anyway. Yeah. So we'll both be available for <laughs> eighteen to thirty-three minutes. I will be leaving right after the naked girl jumps out of the building. That's all you need. so psyched about the, the naked suicide attempts in this movie that I had forgotten about because it is a romp. It is a lighthearted, fun adventure with a lot of death and sadness. <laughs> Please enjoy and Merry Christmas. Lethal Weapon. He's holding my face, and 
he's just yelling, and I'm trying to tickle him to get him off, because I don't want to beat them up, so I'm afraid I'm going to kill them. And then all of a sudden, just boom, the dream changes, and it goes into a cartoon, and I'm running away from all these little people, and I'm running, and I realize they're no longer against me. They're on my team. We're in a zombie apocalypse, just like Dawn of the Dead, and it's all a cartoon. And I run into this room where you press a button, and... Uh, and the door is shut, and there's and I run in the room, one room, and there's a guy dressed like Mario from Mario Brothers, like literally dressed like Mario, and he hits a thing, and the door is shut. So I go to another room, and I hit the thing, and all of a sudden the door is shut, and I'm locked away from everyone. I'm totally safe from the zombies, and then I woke up. It was really insane. I hope that dream was politically correct enough. Uh, the dream was not politically correct. You should have heard it in my head when I was dreaming it. But my description of it, oh, my description of the dream was political.